Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1356, air date November 11th, 2023. Will do. Huh? Can't hear you. Will do. Give us a countdown. Welcome, everyone. My name is Michelle. We're here with Dr. Shiva, who is running for U.S. President. Today is Veterans Day. I'd like to take a moment to thank all of our veterans. God bless you and your families. Veterans fought against the Nazi occupation of Europe. And on this day, November 11th at 11 a.m., they initiated the armistice. And the irony is that today, what it is doing in America we have a few speakers today and then we will go over to Harvard Kennedy School and have a additional discussion of how Harvard is involved in creating the censorship infrastructure in the United States Let's start by welcoming Jerry Payne. Yeah. Hi, everybody. My name is Jerry Payne. I moved here from Texas. Uh, my great-grandfather was a full-blood Cherokee Indian. And I followed the perils of the Native American people for quite some time. I've become a history problem. And the bottom line is the Native Americans were basically driven from their lands by the colonists. And that's the bottom line. That's the same thing that's going on right now. The Palestinians are being driven from their land. It's no less than genocide. I met Dr. Shiva. I met Dr. I met Dr. Shiva. I met End the occupation now. 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 Stop chanting their slogans. They're against us. My heritage is made of America. End the occupation now. I am not a Nazi. End the occupation now. I am not a Nazi. End the occupation now. End the occupation now. Fuck off. Nazis go you didn't invent email either, asshole. You're a racist. Nazis go. You're a racist. You're an email denying racist. Go. 
Nazis go home! Nazis go home! Nazis go home! I can use my Nazis go home! Are you fucking nuts? Are you fucking nuts? Are you fucking nuts? Are you fucking nuts? Are End the occupation now! 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 Yeah, of course we're live. All right, guys. We're, uh, we, it's good to have. We're here in uh, Palmer Square. Anti-fascist. Anti-bullshit. Pro-Palestine. Pro-Jewish. Anti-fascist. Anti-bullshit. Pro-Palestine. Pro-Jewish. Yeah, we're not with the guys. All right, good. Not over. Not over. Welcome. This is Dr. Shiva Adore. You're here, John. All right. So we're here. It's November 11th. It's Veterans Day. Many of you know on today is when the armistice was called. And today is when veterans fought to to end the the Nazi occupation of Europe. And we have a bunch of Nazis here. We have a bunch of people that the United States government has sent here, the state government, in order to disrupt that protest these guys work for Zionism. So what we're going to talk about today is that in the middle of Harvard Square, right down there is Harvard Kennedy School of Government. Many of, you, many of you may know that the Kennedy School of Government has been the center of Zion. And the reason we're here today is that it's very, very important for the American people to understand that Veterans Day was created, was, was commemorates the fact that veterans fought against Nazi occupation. And what's happening is that we have Zionist occupation. So we have a bunch of people here who are brought here by the government of Massachusetts. Many of them are agents that work for the government. And these are the fascists that the government's unleashed. And these guys work for Antifa. So let's talk about Zionism. So Harvard University in, 16, in the 1600s was created post during the colonial period. Many of you know British imperialism was central to the creation of, of Israel. So let's, what we want to do today is we want to do a little bit of historical analysis. So the swarm, as we talk about, those people who are involved in controlling most of the world, most of the resources, the 0.0001% of people control 8 billion people, as many of you know. And that 0.001% of the people who control the 8 billion people 
we need to recognize have two wings. One wing is the military wing of the establishment, and the other is the financial system of the establishment. The financial system of the establishment is based on ensuring that the currency of the United States maintains its value. And the currency of the United States maintains its value by ensuring the military system is successful. So let's review that. Right here in Harvard, Harvard owns 10% of the land, 10% of the land of Cambridge. How many of you knew that? 10%, right, you knew that. $56 billion is the endowment of Harvard. In the last year, that endowment grew by 33%. And Harvard University owns literally 10% of Cambridge. That's an enormous amount of wealth. About a week ago, a bunch of students were protesting on behalf of the Palestinian people. Hey, John, can you unmute, please? We can't hear Dr. Shiva. John, please unmute. That no student could say from the river to the sea. So think about that. Harvard University is funded by public dollars. And instead of supporting students to express their views, the president of Harvard squelched this student's speech. And right down the street over there, which we walked down to, is the Belfer School, Kennedy School of Government. Everyone know that? It is at the Kennedy School of Government where they created the infrastructure to censor the speech of every US citizen, which came out in our lawsuit in 2020. So what we want to talk about is that those students' speech has been squelched. And in a four-page letter, the Harvard president, and that Gestapo essentially focused on anti-Semitism, quote-unquote anti-Semitism. Not one word about anti-Zionism. There's a huge difference that we want to educate people on anti-Zionism versus anti-Semitism. 
anti in fact zionism is anti-semitism zionism is racism in the serverless imperialism and was in the 1800s that Zionism was created. Zionism was created as a way to Zionism was created as a way to promote a racist ideology and it served the interests of British imperialism. So in the Balfour Declaration in the 1900s, what ended up happening was that the British essentially used Zionism as a way to take over the lands of Palestine. And that's what took place. So Palestine was taken over in the interest of British imperialism and US imperialism. That's what took place. So British and US imperialism needed that region, Palestine. They needed that region as a place because Palestine was a very important place to support uh, to become a place for the Middle East, to become a center for Middle East control of the incredible amount of resources in the Middle East. Does that make sense? So what ended up happening was fundamentally the Brit British imperialism and U.S. imperialists created this region called Israel and they created a divided world policy between the Palestinians who were there for many, many centuries and the Zionists who were imported in. So that created an incredible disruption in that period, and it served British and U.S. interests. That's what ended up happening in that region. And this is something that everyone needs to understand. And because of that incredible disruption that took place, U.S. and British imperialism essentially got what you could think about as a quote-unquote aircraft carrier in the Middle East. And that served the interest to secure massive oil reserves. Today, there are nearly 200 trillion 200 trillion cubic feet, 200 trillion cubic cubic feet of natural gas in the occupied territories and billions of barrels of oil. So we have to see this in the context that that region is strategic to U.S. and British imperial interests. That's the most important thing that we need to understand. So Zionism serves the interests of British imperialism, and as a result of that, we're in this situation today. Now, how does Harvard fit into this? Well, the Kennedy School of Government, John, if you can just point over there, which is right down there, the Kennedy School of Government, you come back, John. 
The Kennedy School of Government is a very important area because it is run by the military industrial complex. And the Kennedy School of Government is a place where uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a center of Zionism. It's a center, as we'll talk about when we go down there, that the censorship infrastructure that we have today in the United States that was exposed in our 2020 lawsuit emerged out of there. That's where it came from. That's one of the important reasons. The other piece is that we need to unravel the interconnection between the financial system in the United States and the military system. So let's talk about that. The financial system in the United States is focused on money supply. So the money supply of the United States is run by a couple of important organizations, the Treasury, the U.S. Treasury, the Federal Reserve, and the big banks. So when you really unravel this, what's central to this is that the money supply of the, of, of the world is controlled by three organizations, the Treasury, the banks, and the Federal Reserve. All of those three institutions, if you look at the people who've headed them up, owned them, been part of that, have come out of these institutions at Harvard University. And the money supply is central to every working person's lives here. So when you talk to Michelle, when you talk to Ken, when you talk to Jerry, all working people, in the United States, the average person today is lucky if they have $400 in their savings account. And the money supply is controlled by these three organizations. And as a result of that, you can create famine or you can create incredible amount of problems for the majority of working people. So in 2008, Barack Obama, who went to Harvard Law School over here, in 2008, it was Barack Obama who printed close to $8 trillion. Why did Barack Obama print $8 trillion? To save banks, okay? To save the banks that should have failed. So $8 trillion was printed to save the big major banks when they all should have failed. And that $8 trillion of money supply that went into the environment over time, it affected many, many working people's lives. But bottom line, the economy of the United States is run on fumes. It's not really run on any type of fundamental principles. When John, Donald Trump came into office in 2016, the, uh, the economy was actually starting to crash again. And in order to fuel that again, we created something called the pandemic. And the pandemic resulted in eight printing of $8 trillion more, $8 trillion more in one term. And that $8 trillion of money supply affected incredible number of people's lives. Since 1970 to today, the $47 trillion of wealth has been transferred from American working class to the elites. That's what's happened in the last, you know, 50 years. And the reason this has happened has been there's been no bottoms-up movements against the elites right now. So we've printed money, we put money out there, and all of this was done because an economy is running on fumes. And the monetary policy of the United States is largely determined by people who come out of Harvard Law School, Harvard Business School, Harvard University, and the Harvard Kennedy School of Government. Not to say there are not other universities involved, but this is one of the epicenters of control. And so the only reason that the financial system is important is the United States is able to print money for one reason. Everyone know why? How come? 
because um, the United States maintains what's called its reserve currency status, right? The United States maintains its reserve currency status. How does it maintain its reserve currency status? It maintains its reserve currency status by one approach, which is the military. The military, the strength of the U.S. military and its preeminence is how the United States is able to print money. In order to have that preeminence, um, so the U.S. is able to maintain that preeminence of the U.S. military by having bases. One of the most important bases that the United States needs to have is the bases in the Middle East. And this is where Palestine and this is where Zionism is extremely important. So the reason there's been a recurring process of war in that region over and over and over again is because that state of war is necessary to fuel the military industrial complex so, so the United States maintain its reserve currency status, which helps it print money. Ultimately, what's happened is that this printing of money has resulted in the subjugation of the American workers. And that's the condition we're in now. So the, so the American working people continue to suffer, and the elites get richer and richer. So during the pandemic, 600 billion people increased their wealth by $2.3 trillion. And that's where we're at right now. So Harvard is central to this process. And Zionism and the control of Israel's use of Palestine is what ensures the military dominance of the United States so it can have its reserve currency status. So that's sort of the systems connection here that Michelle wanted me to share from a systems approach. Now what we're going to do shortly, and we'll come back, is we're going to go down, and John will stop this and start another live, right? Yeah, we'll stop this. Okay. What's that? So what we're going to do is we're, we're going to go down to the Kennedy School of Government. We'll do a video and post it out. But we're going to really talk about the censorship infrastructure that was started there. All right, everyone. So thank you, everyone. We'll start right there. Thank you. All right, John. John. Okay, thank you. All right, excellent. Fuck off, Brad boys! Right. Fuck off, Brad boys! Fuck off! All right, everyone, we're going to be heading to the next location, and we'll see you all there, but we'll keep the stream up, and we'll resume at the new location.
like what? Want to keep talking? Hello, everyone. Uh, just a moment while they transition to the next case. Rest, you are muted. Oh, can you hear me? Yes. There you go. Perfect. That was a good stream, but uh, unfortunately, some people don't want truth to come out. They want to talk over and uh, that's the unfortunate situation. Uh, yeah, I, I, it got a little chaotic, but thankfully uh, Dr. Shiva took control of the situation. And yeah, uh, yeah. And so everybody, uh, uh, if you're joining us today, that uh, Dr. Shiva and other Truth, Freedom, Health members are heading uh, down to march on Harvard. Uh, so thank you for joining. So we're, we're just waiting for them to get there. Uh, if you haven't already, uh, please go to shiva4president.com to sign up to be a volunteer. We're trying to get, uh, or no, we will get Dr. Shiva on the ballot in all 50 states. And so we need your help. Uh, and then also while you're there, you can pick up a bumper sticker. Uh, you can show your support because we know everyone's busy. And this is the least you can do is pick up a bumper sticker, put it on your car. And this is a this is a middle finger to the Zionists that run this country. And uh, it's the least you can do. You can also print out a free flyer uh, that that shows you the real problem in America. That is that your children's lifespan will be lesser than you. So please, please go there. Shiva, number four, president.com under the free download section. Uh, pick up this piece of paper uh, and take it out to your neighbor. Share it with your neighbor. Share it with your community and educate them that your their, their children's lifespan is actually going to be less than theirs. So. Anything you yeah. want to add, Suresh? Thanks for that, Chris. Yeah, please jump in, dive in. Um, don't expect Dr. Shiva to do everything. Uh, it's up to us. It starts from us. Uh, we need to uh, work together, support each other, collaborate. Uh, so remember that uh, Dr. Shiva is doing everything in his power. Uh, like you saw, he's putting himself out there. But what about the rest of us? The 8 billion of us have to step up uh get our feet wet roll up our sleeves put our shoulders to the wheel and help uh nobody else is going to do it for us yes and if you're out there on the ground uh we encourage you to be tagging uh hashtag truth freedom health hashtag shiva number four president uh and and also yeah, we have a email i believe it's action at truthfreedomhealth.com. You can send any clips or videos of you uh, doing demonstrations and getting active in your community. And then we use that to uh, create our social media content uh, that empowers people, that makes you realize you're not alone. And when you get on the ground, yes, you're gonna run into some assholes like that who just wanna scream in your face. But for the large part, it has been my experience that many people, all, all races, all religions, they understand that we're being screwed over. They understand that 
that this line that that the people in control are leading to uh, an early demise to our children yes and also on this flyer uh, is a good entry point is the shadow of the swarm video right here this is a really good icebreaker for someone in your family uh that that is kind of on the fence about this uh, you know uh, dr shiva is has four degrees from mit he's a scientist and he he breaks down how this whole operation works so this is a really good one to share with your uh family and friends to to get them introduced to the movement yeah we'll wait for dr shiva to move to the next location um so today's um stream is live workers march on harvard square free palestine free america workers unite um dr shiva put up these tweets uh, a few days ago there will be no free Palestine without a free America. Since 1948, Zionist occupation of Palestine occurred alongside Zionist occupation of every major institution of power in America. To end the occupation in Palestine, we must end the occupation in America. Zionist hoodlums, Ben Shapiro, Blackman, Robert, Ubi, Effing Kennedy Jr. are pissed students defied Harvard, headquarters of Zionism. Uh, so now we the people marched on Harvard to end the genocide, to free Palestine, free America, and free the world. Yeah, and I'll just add too, uh, I think it's important for people to recognize that uh, Zionism has nothing to do with Judaism. And there are in fact far more Christian Zionists in the world than there are Jewish Zionists. And you, you do not have to be a Jew to be a Zionist. Uh, the the king of Saudi Arabia is a Zionist. There are something of 60 million Christian Zionists in America who, who support the butchering of Palestinian people. And it's unnecessary. Uh, and you notice that the agitator that came in, uh, he was saying, uh, ceasefire now. Uh, no, the real, the real problem is ending the occupation. These were the indigenous people of that land who are in fact actual Semites who, who trace their lineage back to that land and they now live in a worse than a South African apartheid state. So we need to educate people on the facts here that uh, the real issue is not a ceasefire because all that will take place if they ceasefire, Israel will, back off, Israel will back off for a little bit and then continue to come in and kill these innocent civilians. And as they that showed up there which screamed the government of massachusetts is very closely involved with always disrupting protests and they did this to us back in when john 
August 2017. Yep. We organized one of the biggest free speech demonstrations in the country. Some of you may remember that. And the government, Michelle was there, John was there, some of us were there, okay? And the government had 40,000 people show up calling us as Nazis. Some of you may remember this, 40,000 people showed up. And it was actually a free speech demonstration. And this is what I wanna continue with because this issue of Zionism has gone way beyond just Israel and what it does to the Palestinians. It's gone on to a global system of censorship. Does everyone understand what I'm saying? Yes. And so this global system of censorship was exhibited literally three days ago when the president of Harvard declared that anyone in Harvard on their facilities, if they use the phrase from the river to the sea, that she has condemned that. That's a violation of one of the basic tenets of free speech, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right, so she is condemned. Now, why, and it's a four-page letter. Everyone should go study it. And so let me just step back a little, little bit. The presidents of universities are brought in for one reason. You know what that reason is? What is that reason? Make money. To make money. Every university has what's called an endowment. Look it up, E-N-D-O-W-M-E-N-T. The endowment, if you young kids are listening, the endowment of universities is what is grown every year when you pay tuition to these universities. So when you go to a university, you take out a student loan and you take, it really should not be called a student loan. Your mothers and fathers are co-sign those loans, right? And if you don't finish your school and you don't pay up, you're, they're gonna take your parents home. But the, the, the money that you pay to the university um, goes to the university to grow their endowment. They take the tuition money and then they invest it in Wall Street, all right? And they grow that endowment. So Harvard, last year, they grew their endowment by 33%. It is close to $60 billion right now, $60 billion. And with that endowment, Harvard buys more and more land. As I mentioned earlier, before we were interrupted, they own about 10% of the land of Cambridge. That's a lot of land. It's nearly 27, uh, I think, million square feet, close to 600 acres. That's what Harvard owns. And that money, when a new president comes in, their job is to grow the endowment. And if the presidents don't grow the endowment, guess what happens to that president? What happens? They get fired. So the presidents of universities have actually become money managers. All right? They're not educators, they're money managers. Their job is to grow the university endowment. So when these students protested Zionism at Harvard, when they protested the butchering of Palestinians, and they used the slogan from the river to the sea, what did the press, and subsequent after that, we put out our flyer, I don't know if Jason has one, which said, let's do a protest on Harvard working people. Every one of us here works. He works, he's a truck driver, healthcare worker. I'm a scientist, an engineer. Jason works at Whole Foods. We have everyone here works for a living. So when working people come out to protest, this is very dangerous to the establishment. So right after when we put out that flyer, what did the president of Harvard do? She immediately put out a four page letter, basically saying they're gonna form a Gestapo group, quote unquote, an advisory group at Harvard, and that advisory group is gonna bring everyone to heel under quote unquote anti-Semitism, right? And come on over, yeah. Uh, and uh, and so that's what they did, right? So they, 
Um, and, and the reason this was done, and in addition, a scumbag, and everyone should write this guy's name down, Bill Ackman, A-C-K-M-A-N, a rabid Zionist, wrote to Harvard, along with the support of Booby fucking Kennedy Jr., Ben Shapiro, all the biggest Zionists, Zionist alumni at Harvard, and they said, we're going to pull the plug of Harvard's donations. All right? And they knew our protest here was going to take place. So that's why, what's that? That's why they sent those disruptors. Okay. And, uh, all right. No, don't give many. No. All right. Fuck off, proud boys. Fuck off, transphobes. Fuck off, transphobes. So what we're going to do is we're going to come back right after John. Let's go back to uh, these guys, okay? Fuck off, proud boys. As you can see, yes, they're everywhere. They just spout out uh, buzzwords. Uh, they never talk. All of these people never talk about real issues. We're talking about real, tangible issues. Your children have a shorter life expectancy than you. You're, that means your children will die sooner than you if this is allowed to continue. This is the policies of the left and the right. They only want to talk about bullshit issues that actually do not look at the root cause. And the root cause is the establishment, the ruling elite of this country have been killing your children. The, the numbers don't lie. And that's why you need to go to Shiva, number4president.com, grab this flyer off free downloads and spread this far and wide. Pick up a bumper sticker. Support the only true independent candidate that has ever ever challenge the system and, and come out against anti-Semitism. Look at most most mainstream candidates, if they were to take this stance that Dr. Shiva has taken, they would plaster him all across the news, calling him and labeling him all of these uh, you know, derogatory things, but they can't even give him negative press. He is death to the system. And so that's why we need you to get on the ground, educate your neighbors, pick up a bumper sticker, pick up a flyer. This is a movement of working people. We, we work all day throughout the week, and then we do this on top of that. So please join the movement. Go to truthfreedomhealth.com, sign up, uh, become a member, get educated on the science of systems, learn how you can be empowered to take back this country and free Palestine, free the world. Free America and free the world. Suresh, I'll give it back to you. Absolutely. Dr. Shiva was touching upon censorship um, and uh, touching upon money. Uh, the Harvard president says, uh, publishing a letter saying, oh, certain phrases are banned. And when Dr. Shiva wants to talk about it, we have some lunatics. Why can't they have normal conversation, right? Why do you ha have to speak over other person? Let him speak. Come and challenge. Dr. Shiva is open to speak with you. The only reason you're doing that crap is because you are stupid. You are ignorant. You don't want to challenge ideas with your ideas, but you want to just come in silence and censor. 
all the chants. I didn't hear any one proper word from these guys that made sense, that's relevant to the, to the situation, or that's the solution for the problems that we are facing today, the chanting stupid stuff. And working people like Dr. Shiva and others want to uh, go and march for uh, freeing America, freeing Palestine, and freeing basically the world, freeing the humanity from the point one person wants to censor people, but they unleash these cowards, to be honest. Why don't they come up with their mic and they, the world is such a big place <laughs> that Harvard Square is a big place. You can stand there in, in another spot and speak, but there's no reason because they don't have anything to say. They just want to shut another person down. ridiculous yeah and it's inter interesting i noticed them coming in with chanting and calling calling our movement proud boys and then calling us transphobes it's like yet they don't want to talk about the real issues they never ever want to address the elephant in the room and that's how you can spot a rat is they always want to talk around the actual issue uh so thank you everyone for coming if you uh I, suresh i don't know if is John going to continue the live? Yeah, yeah, they are moving to the next location and uh, they should be back on. Um, awesome. So if you haven't already, uh, please share this far and, far and wide on all social media platforms. And uh, also f feel free to share any of your local experiences on the ground when you pick up, when you pick up the flyer, when you pick up the bumper sticker, uh, email email that uh, your interactions or your photos to action at truthfreedomhealth.com. And, and there you will be uh, included in our promotional materials where we empower people to get on the ground, to break them out of this mind control, their numb state of thinking that, oh, I, I don't know if I can do this. Like, I, you know, people, especially through the pandemic have been, uh, been put in a fear state of consciousness where they're afraid to go out and, and speak to their neighbors. And, but I'm here to tell you, when you get on the ground and you reach out a hand and you say, and you hand out this flyer and you connect with your neighbor, this is a personal thing. This graph right here showing that your ch children's life expectancy is shorter than yours, this is a real icebreaker here. This helps really connect you to anyone, black, brown, white, yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter your color, it doesn't matter your religion. We are united uh, against a common enemy. And that is the point, oh, 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 1% that divide and rule us and have been subjugating us, you know, and like someone has said before, it, it's it's but it's it's here tomorrow. So we're gonna go back to the live right now. Thank you.
to the sea. I will be free from the river to the sea. I will be free.